Just a little taste of Long Haul Paul Marhofer's Where the Broken Hearted Run. One of 11 tracks on his new Songs from a Truck Long Player, available now via the streaming platforms and on CD. You can find it at longhaulpaulmusic.com. The release caps what's been quite a year for Marhofer, as most of you know pretty well. He was the voice of the Overdrive and Radiotopia co production of the Over the Road podcast earlier this year, which reached millions of listeners both inside out of trucking bring his music to them as well. His stories of hauling in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic too turned no small number of your ears early on and lately again via his contributions to the Overdrive Extra blog and Overdrive Radio here. Find more of his writing at overdriveonline.com overdrive hyphen extra. I'm Todd Dills, your host for this edition of the Overdrive Radio podcast of December 11th, 2020. And for me, this record of Paul's, uh, Songs from a Truck, released with little promotional fanfare a couple of months back, well, it might be his crowning achievement for the year, I think. Follows the stellar You Were a Good Hand from a year ago, and comes at a time where its explorations of personal history and emotion will no doubt strike a chord for anyone struggling with how to manage the pressures and risks of the road with a family back home. A struggle that got more than a few added wrinkles this year, no doubt. So, Songs from a Truck. Its name is a reference to what it is, its very production, essentially capitalizing on something Paul and I found reinforced in a big way around the time of the 2018 Mid-America Trucking Show, when we began conducting the interviews that would become the Over the Road podcast. Namely, that's that a tractor's cab can make a pretty good substitute for a recording studio. The entirety of Songs from a Truck was laid down in the cab of the Muller Trucking Peterbilt Marhofer Pulls a Reefer in today, round about early February 2020, with well-known videographer James Tex Crowley on hand for a little on-site engineering in the lot of a Fort Worth warehouse where Marhofer was waiting to deliver. Like there, There's a point in that album where you can hear a truck drive by. We'll hear more from Long Haul Paul about the record. Likewise, uh, more from his wife, Denise, who inspired a great deal of the songs therein, and herself becomes a kind of character in the record. 
as each track is punctuated by impromptu story as in a live performance. Before we get fully into it, though, here's a word from Overdrive Radio's sponsor for this episode, the fine folks at First Guard. If you're a leased owner-operator, you need quality insurance to keep you protected. Call First Guard for the commercial truck insurance you need and the service you deserve. First Guard is the trucker's insurance company. We understand your needs and offer physical damage and non-trucking liability insurance for leased owner-operators. With First Guard, you always get fast and friendly service. Visit firstguard.com. That's the number one, stguard.com. First Guard, we speak trucker. Let's talk. I had several people suggest I do an album where I tell a story and then sing a song. And one of my very favorite albums is by Utah Phillips. Utah, now, Utah Phillips, what he actually did was he, he told well-polished, beautiful stories before each song. And, and, and Utah himself had a wonderful speaking voice. He was a really eloquent gentleman who, um, um, you know, to, to, to hear Utah Phillips speak was about as good as hearing him sing. And um, that was the mark we, we, um, we shot for. However, a lot of these things were just rants and stories and uh, Tex Crowley was at, uh, up in the truck with Denise and I. We we had taken a load of yogurt to Fort um, Worth, and um, we just had um, just it, essentially they just they were just field recordings. You know, they were recorded on a Zoom, um, a four track Zoom shot with just a shotgun mic. So I mean, there was nothing studio about it. Uh, what I and we really did not promote this album at all. We just put it out and we didn't really try to, um, we, we pushed it a little, but um, I was really pleasantly surprised to hear from two of our children who just loved it. And uh, Audrey and John, and John said it was like uh, looking through a scrapbook of his childhood. <laughs> and, uh, and Audrey, uh, Audrey really liked one of the songs, um, Old Thistles, because she remembers that old backfield of ours. And some some years it got mowed if we could scare up somebody, or there were years we had livestock back there, but some years it just didn't get mowed. It got mowed once this year. And there is something, I, I, some of these songs came from, okay, instead of being all upset and guilty about your field, why not take an impressionistic view of your life and its and its shortcomings and difficulties and and and, and so it's, it's that's part of the the thread of some of these songs is where you you you, you try to uh, you know like Rilke talks about make poetry out of your poverty or, or difficulties. So that's that's the thread I was going for in these songs, and I I don't really I don't expect this album to be a huge a huge uh, hit, but I but there have been some really nice meaningful conversations that have come out of this album. But there's an old man in my mill where a young one he used to be. 
I'm wondering when the long winds of the young one will set me free. But even though thistles make a flower, sugar in the fowl. November's rolling in, and I need you right now, that's all. River run deep, and the ocean break blue and wild. Waves rolling in just as hard as they can roll. You mentioned old, old thistles there. It's, uh, I love the, um, the line. Uh, it sort of encapsulates the, uh, the whole thing. And I, and it's in, I think it's in your, uh, your sort of summation of, of the song at the beginning. And it's, uh, you know, these, these old thistles are really, really difficult to, to mow if you let them get out of control, right? But, uh, but if you do let them get out of control, you'll, you'll be surprised to know that there's a very beautiful flower that comes out of this noxious weed. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of the, that, that is sort of like in our backfield, this year was wasn't it beautiful Denise so we got it mowed once and then it there's something about that back that back we have three and three quarter acres and it's uh it, it's a beautiful piece of land you know that we're we have uh through the years um there's been times we've you know used it for livestock we've we've had we've made hay off of it we've my old boss has raised soybeans back there before but but some years it just lays fallow. Most years that old field just lays fallow. There were two years out, two years I really wanted to be a market gardener. I was reading all the books, Elliot Coleman, Joel Salatin. I'd spent all winter reading the books and I put out 800 tomato plants. And I really learned that year, you can't really be a hunter gatherer and a sedentary agrarian at the same time because when you have 800 tomato plants that are staked and tied and like when you call your wife from like uh, Georgia and you say hey I noticed uh, that north row was starting to stoop a little do you think you could go out there and maybe just put tie get those snugged up a little it just it doesn't that conversation doesn't go over well, <laughs> well you know it's ironic all the trouble sugar we been in Still the sour in your mash, you're still the tonic, baby, in my gin. Girl, the way you know that I need you is a doggone sin. You're my Bhagavad Gita, you're my Buddha, you're my heroine. River run deep in the ocean, break blue and wild. The central thread that, that feels like it runs through uh, this entire thing is, is, is just kind of family and relationships uh, when you are uh, uh, over the road. This is the hard part uh, tune. It kind of is, I think it's, it's, it's about that moment when uh, you're, you're leaving for the road, right? Yeah, that moment of dread when you... Uh... Leaving has always been my Achilles heel, you know. Um, um, some guys get out of the barn a little bit better than other guys. And that was always my, 
like I, I had a great boss when I first started trucking and he, he, he said, Paul, you'd be a hell of a truck driver. You just learn to leave early. And then you, as you, you, you go out and you always come dragging tail every, every weekend you, because you left too late and then you're pushing all week. And, and I'm better now. I, e-logs forced me to be better. You know, you can't, there's no forgiveness uh, with e-logs. Um, so they forced me to be become better. But, um, but that, yeah, especially if you've had a beautiful weekend, it is hard to, it was really hard to leave and still is. Sunday morning, if you got held up somewhere, sometimes there wasn't hardly enough time to fight and make up. But sometimes you'd have nice weekends. You'd get in Friday and leave Monday, and and Friday would be great. Saturday would be wonderful, and then Sunday night would come around, and well, she kind of shut down on me. See, she wouldn't laugh at my jokes anymore. She just shut down on me. And that's one of Denise's favorite songs. And it, yeah, so I guess what the theme theme about this yeah you're right marriage and relationships and sort of like the interior the interior life of a guy that drives a truck like the interior angst and i i, I don't know you know it's i'm reading right now the uh this biography about charles Lindbergh by scott berg and and his uh Lindbergh's wife was was quite a form formidable writer in her own right um and she said that sometimes, you know, a piece of art or literature is just something you do for you. You know, it's if you have this grandiose notion that you're, you're doing this for the world, it's probably not going to be that good. You know, a lot of these songs I, I, I sort of did for me and and I did for I wanted Denise to hear those songs because they're not macho trucking songs. They're songs about like self-doubt and um I don't, I don't know. They're, they're, um, we're kind of like going back to like the original, always trying to go back to the original thing of just the story and the song and three or four chords and on to the next one. So put on your cold heart and act like you don't know how to feel. Just about when thought I knew you again, there's a sound of this. Diesel and wheels. So let's start pretending that don't matter when I get home, till there's not much to say. As our love surrenders to that old legal tender, rolls on out on this southern bound freight. If heaven's a place with no pardon will face, Hell must be the home of goodbye. But you've come to find, for the sake of your man, there's just so many. Tears. It's kind of great. It's great to hear that uh, this is the hard part is Denise's favorite song because I mean I think what 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 uh, stuck out to me about it is yeah like not just that uh, leaving is hard on the uh, on the person telling the tale, but that. Uh, that it's there's a recognition there that it's also hard on the people that are, are being left she would, she would actually 
That that's that song. How old was that song? That age thirty years. Yeah, twenty five or thirty years, and she would actually, if when I if I got her, I I we Denise and I had like we've had like two marriages. There was the first um, twenty five years were very tumultuous, and then and then uh, the last ten have been twelve have been fun, and uh, sometimes she'd get. I, I I could get I would get her as mad as a wet hen, and she she would quote that song. She goes, "You know, you're right, Paul. Maybe it just is too late." Like, <laughs> it's cool cool when your wife quotes your songs in a moment of anger. That's, that's a cool, <laughs> at least she's listening to the lyrics. You know? Yeah, you you talk ab uh, about some of the difficulty that um, that that you guys have been through through the years uh, in some of the transitions of. Uh, in these songs and you know Denise is a character here you know she's a uh, she and and Tex uh, uh, who was who's helping you out with the production in the truck uh, they both sort of become characters right and uh, there's there's one interesting point where uh, Denise uh, requests you to uh, stop talking about something in a certain way and she requests that it be cut but it's still in there yeah, yeah she goes cut but but then when we when we when we reviewed it, um, she wanted it to stay in there. That was her, that, trust me, I cleared that through HQ. Yeah, she wanted that to stay in there. Yeah, I said, yeah, people don't need to be hearing this. Yeah, cut that out of there. Yeah. Blind Lemon Jefferson, he, he actually recorded about 25 miles down the road here with Jeanette Studios and, um, there were times he would have a, a like a female character uh, in the studio with him, like commenting on the song while it's being um, recorded, and um, and she may actually harmonize. But I think there's something about that quality of uh, you know having music as this interactive, as an interactive medium, a dialogue and not a monologue sort of. Right. I, 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 that's I do like that. I do like her stepping in there and saying, "I don't want you talking about that." When I got in that wreck, my wife was mad at me, mad at me for getting in a wreck and putting our family in a bad situation. And I'm like, well, "I'm going to show her." And I like within seven months of having a multi-trauma accident, I was back working, and I was just so angry. I was going to show her. See. And about oh, 10 years oh, after that, what's that, Denise? That you don't recall that? You don't? I was pretty worried. You'd rather I not cut. talk like that. Yeah, cut. Let's start cut, over. Cut and start over. <laughs> she spoke of faith. She made me want to believe. She never was nothing. Good. Suppose I might have made a pull the least tight. Heaven knows I never was right. I wake up screaming every morning around three. She never was nothing. Jackals and thieves 
is when you pay to run. You know you pay to leave. I wrote that song in the back of a old grocery warehouse near Detroit. And um, it's a place where you got to wait for your CB to be called by a lady named Becky. And you've got 30 seconds, like at three in the morning, she'll say, you know, XYZ trucking, trailer 45372. You've got about 15 to 30 seconds to, at three in the morning to pick up the phone, pick up your CB and say, yes, ma'am. And she would assign you a door and and then you would get to the door and wait for about two hours before they'd start on you. And like, I, I found myself a lot of times just clutching that guitar and, and uh, it's sort of like a whole other mind takes over when you're in that situation. And, uh, and uh, um, so that, that song was just sort of looking back on when we, uh, when I was in my wreck, I was in a multi-trauma accident in 01 and uh, um, it was just a like a really it was a pretty rough time. Right. Even though I thankfully had workers comp and was saved from financial ruin due to that fact, plus the a really wonderful uncle that I have, um, we made it through that time to some extent. We were scathed, but we were not mortally scathed. But uh, Right. It, it took about seven years. Was it seven years? How long was it? Our marriage. It took about four, four years, for our marriage to reboot after that accident. And uh, because I, I really did become this guy that I really did become kind of a a really difficult dude to be around. Right. And I think I do. I think I think in there I talk about like me throwing my walker at her oh did yeah you, did you throw the walker back at me no, no you didn't so <laughs> you didn't throw the walker back at me but you know just like well, like when you're when you've been mobile all your life and now you're like you can't go anywhere it it just brings out uh it, it brought out a, a bad side and so it's like dude why would you want to chronicle that i mean let's well, I don't know. There, there are people who say that I, I've gotten feedback by people who said that listening to those songs really helped. So hope, hopefully, hopefully those stories and songs, maybe, maybe somebody out there will, will enjoy them. Bring her free. I said it'd be about one. She said she'd mean around three. She never was nothing She was 
you're invested in this in this one. Uh, and you know, I, I'm I, glad I get, to hear. Yeah. Go, go ahead. I get that from a lot of your stuff, but uh, particularly in these songs, uh, it's 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 good. It's well done. I'm glad you liked it because I, I I honestly we put this album out and I thought ah, these are just field recordings. Yeah, they've been mixed and mastered. We didn't even share them with the kids. We didn't even share them with the kids. We we. It's the funny thing. It's it's so counterintuitive intuitive because like the last album, we just geared this for the trucking market and it was going. We knew it was going into the truck stops and the the label rejected it, and and then. Uh, and so, and and then after that, the label just had no more CDs going into truck stops. In a way, that was very freeing, because you know you weren't trying to think, well, what would you know what would that market like? You you just you, now now you're just back to writing, just doing these albums. I it was sort of there is something like intrinsically selfish and narcissistic about at least creating what you hope people will see as art you know there's there's this again it, yeah we just did this one for us yeah and you know how long have, how long have you guys been married is it is it in fact 37 years uh, we're right? going on 40 um going on 40 okay 40 in august gotcha uh the 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 song that opens the album uh has that uh, it must have been written a few years ago i'm gonna guess 37 years of uh carrying in wood was it three years ago i became a milk hauler and because i didn't want I, because the year before was a very harsh winter and like like five years ago denise was like no i like carrying in wood it keeps me athletic it keeps me youthful i i like carrying in wood and uh but then you know we we all get a little older well, and like oh yeah and you I fell a couple times something. yeah we we had some new steps put in she fell a couple times so i said i i don't ever want you carrying in wood again so I became a milk hauler. And after about like five weeks of carrying in all the wood, I'm, I'm like, this sucks. And I'm thinking, wow, she's done this for a really long time. And, and and we were going to do a show at a friend's house. And he, um, this gentleman, like, pays me in home smoked bacon and moonshine whiskey. And it's it's about as real as it gets. And uh, I'm thinking, wow, 37 years of carrying in wood. And so, yeah, there's... There's like a lot of remorse and like, man, you just ruined that woman's life, didn't you, dude? You know, it was that kind of emotion, you know. You lived? Okay. She born me a couple boys and a couple girls too. 
army, couple boys and a couple girls too. We fed them out on little Debbie's two liter Mountain Dew. So Paul and I know each other pretty well at this point, and given his colleagues' contributions to the Overdrive Extra blog this month, focusing on reflecting on the year just passed and looking ahead into 2021, I asked him what he was thinking about nearing this year's end. His message, well, it echoed what Clifford Peterson wrote this past Wednesday. Find that via overdriveonline.com slash overdrive hyphen extra. Peterson put forward a case for very real pride for the work done through all the mess this year. Uh, if not every day, most days, we're, we're out here in the middle of plagues and panics. And I would say avoid the siren song of extremism on be it right or be it left. Uh, just remain calm and keep doing the great job that you do. Simple as that, huh? I, I will say that I'm also um, very proud of um, the contribution that the trucking industry has made in 2020 through these most harrowing of times. Um, you know, there are certain things that bring comfort uh, when you, you wonder if the sky is falling. Just simple rituals like seeing the postman uh, arrive with mail. And, you know, people seeing those trucks going down the road, I can remember in the midst of the shortages, you know, the people passing, giving the thumbs up. And um, I, I don't I don't know if um, in the day to day, um, you know, the, the strain of day to day living that drivers realize just how how important that was in, in this time of, uh, there was a time of uh, real physical insecurity in this country and panic. And, uh, but the drivers held to the course and just kept working. And yes, you can sit here and say, well, they had no choice, but well, maybe they did, maybe they didn't. But I, I'm just thankful that we're healthy and, and, uh, we're just taking what precautions we can. And so I would just say, keep up the good work. A big thanks here to both Paul and Denise Marhofer for their time and window on the music. You can find songs from a truck via streaming platforms like Spotify. Listen to the rest of the tunes in an embed at the channel in a channel 19 blog post that houses this podcast too. overdriveonline.com slash channel one nine. Find the December 11th post there. For the physical CD, find the Marhofers at uh, longhaulpaulmusic.com slash merch, M-E-R-C-H. Another big thanks for the support from Overdrive Radio's sponsor, First Guard, and thanks to you for listening. Overdrive Radio is a production of Overdrive Magazine. 
Sign up to receive Overdrive's daily newsletter featuring trucking news, views, and analysis geared toward current and prospective owner-operators and small fleet owners via overdriveonline.com slash newsletter hyphen sign up. The podcast is edited and produced by myself, Todd Dills, with no small amount of support from Overdrive Extra contributor Paul Marhofer, whose music you heard in this episode, Overdrive Editorial Director Max Heine, Social Media Coordinator Holly Young, News Editor Matt Cole, and Executive Editor James Gillette. Look forward to more from Long Haul Paul as we begin rerunning the eight episodes of the Over the Road podcast series for Overdrive Radio listeners here in the next couple of weeks. And until then, keep it pro out there. We'll let Paul take us out. Well, there's an old man in my mirror, a young one he used to be. Now I'm wondering with the longings of the young one will set me free. Even old thistles make a power sugar in the pile. November's rolling in, and I need you right now.